3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> you yell back at your radio. What are you talking
5: about?
4: What
6: the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the Fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer.
7: Here we go, Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM the fan. You want Odell Beckham Jr. According to Jordan Schultz, he say saying that the Packers are the team that Odell Beckham Jr. wants to play for but clears waivers. That's the report. Man's got eight some thousand followers. We've had him on the show before. It's not like it's uh, some random dude. So we're going to go with it that it's credible. So we want to know from you do you want Odell Beckham Jr.? You're not going to have to pay full vote for him, probably going to pay a million, maybe less than that to bring him in. Would you want Odell Beckham Jr. on this Packers football team for the remainder of the year? Most of you have watched his whole career. Most of you know what the dude brings to the table. You tell us 414 799 1250. 414 1250. Also have the poll question up at Big Show Network. Plucker, you put that poll question up, and I think within like five minutes, it had like 150 votes. It was fast people responding to that tweet uh, and that poll question that you put up.
0: Well, how long have we been hearing Packer fans clamoring for wanting Odell Beckham Jr.? I I mean, this would be a culmination of years of people wanting this dude here in Green Bay and OBJ has said in the past that he wants to play with Aaron Rodgers at some point or wanted to play with yes. Aaron Rodgers in some point in his career. Right. I'll dig and look for that audio if it exists. I just remember seeing it in uh, a written form, but I don't know. It 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 would make sense. The Packers have been doing this all season long adding veterans like this who are misfits in other places and bringing them into Green Bay. It's something they have not done obviously in Aaron Rodgers Stint as the starter in Green Bay, and it's a very against the Packer way, but this whole year has
7: been Thank against you. the Packer way. See, and that's that's the thing, Plucker. That's a thing. And you know, I see people uh tweeting about this. And we, we had one guy here, Matt, uh, who tweeted uh earlier when this broke, Packers are always linked to big time free agent, uh, quote unquote, according to sources, and yet we never signed them. LOL. Come on at Big Show Network. Listen. I'm going to say this again, just like Plucker just said. This year has not been like any other year we can put this into uh, as far as history goes with the Packers. You can't. When Brett Favre was done, nobody knew it was going to end the way it ended. Nobody knew that whole soap opera was going to play out in the summertime after that year was done. NFC Conference Championship game. Like, obviously he's coming back. They were right there. The cold weather killed his old body against Eli And the kicker for the Giants tried to give it to the Packers several times. Either way, nobody thought he was just going to be done. And then, next thing you know, "Ah, I'm not coming back. I'm retiring. Crying at a press conference, all this other stuff. Fox News gets involved. Greta Van Sustern. He's trying to break into uh, the practice or whatever during uh, the uh, family night or whatever. All that. Nobody saw that coming. This here, this is all scripted out of how this very well could play. This whole last dance thing or whatever. This is all scripted out as far as how it it appears it could end. It could end with him signing an extension, Rogers, or it could end with him wanting to be traded. And toodles to you. You're out of here if that's how this plays. So, this is a little bit different. If everybody knew... And maybe I'm wrong, but I think if everybody knew that was Brett's last year, that year where they went to the NFC title game, and then after that year was done, they were trading him at the draft or whatever was going to happen, he was done. This was the last year to make a run with Brett Favre. I think maybe what they didn't do, maybe they would have done differently as far as getting him help and trying to get one last run together for Brett Favre before you were going to move on to Aaron Rodgers. Because, again, nobody knew I don't think for certain, outside of Rodgers himself, that Rodgers was going to be Rodgers. No evidence that he was going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback at that point. None. But then it played out the way it did. Now you're in a situation where you know there is a possibility, probably 50-50, I don't know, maybe more than 50-50, that he's not back after this year. So here is your last chance to go win a Super Bowl. You just saw your future quarterback, Jordan Love, play this game. This last game. Again, one game, fine. But again, doesn't appear to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, only one game, too early to tell, just like it was too early to tell on Rodgers at that point when they thrusted him into the starting role. Same thing, and he had more games under his belt than Jordan Love does in the regular season. So, from that perspective, this is different. To just rule it out and go, oh, no, they're definitely not going to go get OBJ, I think is... I, I, I don't I don't think that's necessarily the right way of thinking about this. They may not get him. Goody may say, I don't want him. like I Aaron, you can bag as much as you want. I got you, Randall Cobb. I got you, uh, you know, M- merciless. I got you all these guys. Fine. this I'm drawing the line in the sand. I think he's gonna kill our locker room. I'm not breaking them I'm not bringing him in. That could be what he says. or he could put it all on Aaron. He could just simply say, Come back to the press conference. Hey, yo. So, he wanted Randall Cobb. I got Randall Cobb. He came to me and said he wanted OBJ. I got him. Now, hopefully, this leads us to winning a Super Bowl, and we're all happy at the end of the year. If Goody doesn't want him, but 12 does and 12 says, I want him. Go get him. He'll win a Super Bowl for us. If I'm Goody, I got to make sure this is out out in front and clear that, listen, he wanted him. I got him. This is on him. If I'm Goody, that's how I think I approach it. If you're dead set against him. Now, if you're not dead set against him and you think he can add it, well, then there's there's no worries. Then you just go get him. But I think you have to have the conversation with 12 either way. Are you good with this dude or not? Right, Plocker?
0: Yes, I do think that. And from Goodykin's perspective, this is almost a perfect scenario playing out if Odell does wind up in Green Bay. And here's why. Not only do you add to the talent this year, but you now have a bargaining chip against Devontae Adams as well. Right. You have an, you have another wide receiver who has been an elite wide receiver in this league where if he comes to Green Bay and he plays well in his time here, you can go to Devontae and say, listen, Devontae, we know that you're special. We have Jordan Love coming. We don't know 100% what that means yet. He's a younger guy. And – Now we have OBJ here. We have another guy, another wide receiver person. We believe is a wide receiver one in Green Bay. And if you won't take this money, then we have another guy who will. And and from that perspective, it's it's could be very good for Green Bay in that department. But this is
7: this is the thing though. OBJ is not going to want to play with Jordan Love. Not happening. No chance. But you don't know that for sure. What oh, if, I do. What he, if he couldn't get along with Baker Mayfield, for God's right. sakes, because Baker Mayfield couldn't get him the ball. If that would have been OBJ in that game with the, instead of Devontae Adams on Sunday, you would have had the same reaction that Devontae did with his pouty faces or whatever was going on there, or it would have been even worse. He would have come over, kicking nets and everything else, and losing his mind. There's no way that dude's going to go play with some young quarterbacks. No I,
0: chance. I don't know. He's played with young quarterbacks before, and I he understand. says it's not going to happen again if Green Bay is willing to give him a bit of money to stay here. Oh, uh, so that's my first thing. But the second thing, though, is OBJ's agent 100% knows what he's doing. Well, there is still time for other teams to claim him off waivers nah, and listen, a lot of money. Th- It is a lot of money, Mm. but there's not a lot of this. This is now make or break time. And how many teams are fearful of the Green Bay Packers adding a guy like OBJ?
7: The problem is, Plucker, you have to have salary cap room. There's not a lot of good teams. I mean, go look up the salary cap space. How many teams can absorb his salary at this point? I don't know there's anybody that's good that can actually take his money. That's the problem. So, I may want him, but I I don't have the cap space. I can't absorb it. The Packers may want him. They don't have the cap space to absorb him. That's how I think he gets through. The only way he doesn't get through, and maybe I'm missing somebody, but is if a losing team says to hell with it, I'll deal with it. Like you said earlier, not today, but a different day, I think it was Friday maybe, about the Detroit Lions. Like you take OBJ, you claim him, tell him to stay home. I'm going to pay you to stay home, and then I'm going to trade you at the deadline. That's it. And not the deadline, during the draft. And then you trade him uh, at the draft and get another pick or two, whatever you can get for OBJ. That's the only way he doesn't clear waivers.
0: here's the thing. The team that we've heard the most from is the Seattle Seahawks. They have $12.3 million in cap space right now. And how much money is he going to take? I think he is in the seven range, if I remember correctly. I'm not 100% sure. Let's
7: look and see where we are at on NFL team salary cap. Uh, because I mean that that would be so, and that would be a John Schneider type move, right? I mean that is exactly the thing that he does. He does not care uh, about anybody when it comes to off the field character. Or at least it doesn't appear that way uh, with John Schneider. It, it appears like he's good um, taking gambles on guys. Okay, so here we are. Cap space uh, twenty seven point five million for the Jaguars, Eagles twenty one point two million. Broncos 15 million, Seahawks 13.25 uh, million dollars uh, for them. Then the Panthers at 11 7, Washington 11, Chargers 10 3, Steelers 10 1. Uh, Bengals, $9 million. That's so where it looks right now. Packers are at 4 6 according to overthecap.com.
0: It is $7.5 million for Odell Beckham Jr. And I have Spot Track pulled up. Okay. And uh, the teams that c- could afford that right now that are contenders, that I'll consider contenders, Uh the Seahawks, Chargers, Ravens, Steelers, Bengals, and the Titans as
7: well. Uh, let me go back here. So you said. Uh, Bengals, Steelers,
0: Titans, Seahawks, Chargers, Ravens, and we've heard of people have been saying that the Seahawks
7: are a team to kind of look out for, and even uh, oh, Pete God, Care that's himself. That's completely different. Over the cap, has the Titans have three million in cap salary cap space? That seems insane to me. Okay, well I don't know. Either way, I guess we'll find out if he clears waivers uh, or not. The other thing, don't forget. The other the other deal about this is that his agent could be telling all these teams, "You claim him, he ain't coming. So you go ahead and you claim him. He ain't coming to your team. He that wants to play. He wants well. to play for the Packers. So if you claim him, he's not reporting. I mean that very well could be too if they really want to force their way uh, to Green Bay." Roy Henning, Great Lakes Dragaway, down in beautiful Union Grove, tweets at Big Show Network, I think they should pull the players. If they want him in the locker room, then yes. If he's disliked to the point where his attitude or perceived attitude overshadows his potential on the field, then no. I wonder if that ever happens. I've never heard Gary or Leroy ever say that the front office actually asked the players for like a unified vote of whether or not they've wanted something. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's a good idea. I just don't know if it actually happens. Uh, Troy says it would be interesting. However, it's one of those deals. You do it and it works. Genius uh, and you're good. Do it and fail and that's something different. The locker room will need, uh, be needing a chemotherapy for the remainder of the season. No, I don't think so. I don't. I, I really don't. I kind of lean a little bit towards Leroy that I think Rodgers can kind of have him under control a little bit. You know, they said that every time the Patriots picked up somebody bad. They said that about Randy Moss. Oh, man, he's terrible. He quit on Oakland, and he they want to be with the Raiders. Why would you want to deal with that? He'll never get along with Belichick, and da-da-da-da-da. And uh, it worked out pretty good. I mean, they didn't finish against the Giants, but they were undefeated. around the table. They put up huge numbers, Brady and Moss. That seemed to work out fine. Uh, Nick tweets uh, at Sparky Radio, whoever said – A know in this poll at Big Show Network are the ones who tell you to sit down uh, at Lambeau Field. I don't know about all that. Uh, MN Cheesehead uh, tweets, for the remainder of this year, that's all. Yeah, I think that's that's totally all that it's going to be. I I don't think the Packers have any intention of uh, giving him a long-term deal, nor do I think, I I differ from uh, Plucker in this aspect, I don't think he wants a long-term deal if there's no uh, Aaron Rodgers here long-term one way or the other. Todd uh, tweets on Sparky Radio, don't care. But if we are going out in a blaze of glory, why not? And that's really all what it comes down to, right? It's the rest of the year for Odell, and then that's it. It's done. And once this year is done, it's done. We're all going to look back at it, talk about all the craziness that happened the last offseason. We're going to talk about everything that happened during the season. Now the latest stuff going on with Rodgers missing a game and all that. So somebody better write a book about this. That's all I know. Somebody better write a book about everything that happened from the time they lost to Tampa Bay all the way through to the time Rodgers gets traded if he does. Like, somebody needs to document, put all this together, get a lot of different opinions a year after the fact of how this whole thing played out, because I bet you it'd be a bestseller. There's got to be some juicy, juicy details about how all of this is playing out. Somebody's going to make a lot of money uh, writing a book about how this whole thing... Uh, Is playing out. I think I would nominate Rob Reichel maybe to write the book. I I think that would be a very juicy, fun book uh, to read. Kevin Holden, CBS 58 Sports Director, joins us next. We'll see what he thinks the Packers should do next on Sparky's Midday Madness.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call
2: silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
8: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
7: Welcome in, Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM The Fan, live from the Lakeland University Studios, leader in online education for more than 25 years, Lakeland.edu. C Sparky 5 are with you. Dan Plucker, other side of the glass. Rami Makloff, Rami Show, comes up here at uh, 3 o'clock, about 40 minutes from right now. Joining us now uh, as we continue to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. and the Green Bay Packers. He is Kevin Holden, sports director uh, over at CBS 50. What's going on, Crunchy? How are you?
6: Dude, uh, not much happened in the in the Green Bay Packers-related sports world the last week, right? Just
1: yeah,
7: well, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, nothing at all. I mean, this is how it's been, really, since the offseason. And I just said before you came on, someone needs to write a book. From the, the conference title game last year, from that press conference, all the way through however this season ends, and through Rodgers' next destination – that's where the book should end. Where at his opening press conference. That's how it, the book should end. But there's going to be a lot of juicy details from the last year that we don't even know about right now, Kevin.
6: Well, And, and I said it, at, uh, at my day job, I said, this is going to be one heck of a 30 for 30, or it's going to yes. be one heck of a book. So, yep. yeah, you, you, you hit that right on the head. It's, it is – it is when he was using those last dance references over the summer, he wasn't kidding. Him like, and Devontae. Like, yeah.
7: Yep, no question about it. Now, the report out from Jordan Schultz uh, that Odell Beckham, according to his sources, uh, number one team he wants to play for is the Green Bay Packers. Now, he's got clear waivers first, uh, and Dan Plucker and I were just talking about this in the last segment, and if he's really dead set on going to Green Bay, his agent can just simply tell everybody that's thinking about picking him up, he's not reporting. You pick him up, he's not coming. He only wants to play for the Packers. That's how this is going to go. Um, and then it comes down to Rodgers and Goody being on the same page and LaFleur of do they really want to deal with Odell Beckham Jr. at this point? Some on social media have pointed to the Andre Risen signing to Leroy Butler's Super Bowl team and how everybody thought that wouldn't work and ended up being a huge piece of that offense. What do you say, Kevin Holden? I think
6: think the conversation – when when they ask Aaron, because I'm guessing they're gonna ask Aaron what he thinks, uh, that, that when that conversation happens, that is gonna be the the most tiptoed conversation in football history. I think they're gonna go to Aaron and be like, So, uh how you feel about this guy and sort of, you know, give him one of those looks. Like I look it's it's um clearly you're talking about a football talent, a guy that's done some stuff over the years. You're also talking about a guy who's not a rookie anymore or a second or third year player anymore. But, but I think a difference maker, but I think this comes down now to that philosophical difference through the years of what the Packers have done versus what Aaron Rodgers wants them to do. And if there's been a fight on that front, as we've been led to believe, I think this is the, the coming to a head moment because that this is a guy I think Rogers is going to want, honestly. And I think it's a guy the front office might not want.
7: I got That's a tweet here done. from I got a tweet here from Smitty. Uh, And he says, Adams tried to recruit OBJ in 2019, so I think they would be fine next to each other. Here's the proof below, and it's a post, OBJ in a Browns uniform that says, can't appreciate the sun if you ain't never stood in the rain. Uh, And then one of the first comments is, Devontae Adams, now let's make that face mask green. Uh, from Devontae Adams just two years ago in two thousand nineteen. Because that's gotta be of concern too, Kevin, of how's Devontae gonna react getting 10, 12, 14 targets a game, and then OBJ comes in and takes some of those targets.
6: Yeah, because this is a team that already has a lot of uh, a lot of weapons, a lot of different ways to spread it around. Does it change how often Matt LaFleur wants to run the ball because he's you know he's established that effectively? I think that's a good thing. Uh yeah, I think all of those do get affected it's the it's the old basketball argument of you know how many shots to go around except put into into football terms with an offense uh it is good if if adams is already on board with it i I think that idea is a good thing and uh, by the way if you know it's hard to know what's behind the curtain uh in the in the packers locker room with chemistry the the understanding the thought is that that the chemistry is really good and if that's the case sometimes an OBJ type of player comes in and gets calmed down by that. I remember Gary Sheffield years and years ago. Oh, with the Braves
7: picking the guys problem. to throw at in the first row of the seats at County Stadium.
6: Right, Pro- yep. total problem child. Right, yep. and and he he ended up in Atlanta, and the, the clubhouse culture was good, and he was better in that culture. So that's possible that it can change in Green Bay for OBJ.
7: Talking with Kevin Holden, sports director at CBS 58 here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Make sure to go vote in our poll question at Big Show Network. We'll continue to take more of your calls and tweets uh, once we're done talking with Kevin. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he was on Pat McAfee's show earlier today on Sirius XM Radio, talking about how he knows he's a role model and takes full responsibility for misleading people on his answer to Ryan Wood over the summer, if that's uh, how people were felt not necessarily saying he apologized for it but just saying he took full responsibility for it also admitting the fact that you know he's human uh and you know he, his feelings get hurt as well based on what people say and so forth what did you take away from all of that stuff today
6: I uh I I'm trying my best to separate Kevin Holden the person from Kevin Holden the journalist but I think both of those people agree that if these uh, two appearances on McAfee had happened in reverse order, I might've felt a little differently about this. Like sure. this is a damage control at this yes. point. And, and it spun out of where Rogers thought it would. I thought, I think Aaron Rodgers had this thought that a lot of people would come to his defense because he's Aaron Rodgers, And uh, there are some that have, and a lot that haven't. And uh, yeah, I just, those words, the words I saw from him today, are the ones that if those had happened last Friday, last Friday wouldn't have led to last Saturday and last Sunday and yesterday and today, right? I mean, this has been a four-day thing. That's,
7: he wouldn't have been on SNL, I can tell you that. Let me ask you this, Kevin. Um, what are your thoughts on him referencing the fact that he's done talking about uh, this whole deal uh, going forward and he's you know moving on, talking about the games coming up or whatever the case may be, knowing that he has yet to address any media at all outside of these Pat McAfee appearances. Yeah. That's
6: when you, when you say the first part of that, that's the first thing that comes to mind is, is he still hasn't talked to Wisconsin sports media, any media, national media either. Right. He hasn't talked to anybody other than McAfee. Yeah, he's, talked, he's talked to a dude and it looks like he's in the middle of two sets of working out. That's you know, it's broadcast. That's, yes. that's the only thing he's done is free is broadcast. So, it's and I think maybe Rogers felt like that gave him a better platform to tell his side of things, okay, if that's the case, whatever, but I you know I don't know i again the the journalist in me fights for this and says, if you can say something there, you can say something in the room at Lambeau field, but i i I'm pretty well assured that very little will be said in the room at Lambeau Field about what's happened the last week or so.
7: Yeah, I mean, he could just tell that the, the, the media relations staff that he's not taking questions on itself anymore. He only wants to talk about the game, and they tell you all the same thing, and then they shut it down if you all start asking questions. I mean, it would be literally that simple if if they want to avoid it. Do you think Rodgers plays against Seattle?
6: Absolutely. I, because the the one thing that he is, you know, we we wonder what Aaron Rodgers is and everything he does. We have these questions about his intentions. But the one thing he is above everything else is an all time NFL elite Hall of Fame level competitor. Like there's you you put him at four and six, he runs the table. You know what I mean? Like that. You put him in Detroit, the last play of the game, he finds Richard Rodgers. Like the, he he does that in a way that like few other people that have ever played this game have done. And you're telling me that he's sitting at home right now thinking about any other option other than coming off that COVID list Saturday and starting Sunday. There's no chance he is their quarterback Sunday.
7: I I don't want him to play. I want Jordan Love to get a home game with a week of preparation and reps with Devontae Adams and the rest of his wide receivers. That's what I want. This game doesn't mean much of anything. If they play Seattle in the playoffs, Packers are going to beat them. Packers are the team coming out of the NFC. I'm already there. So it is what it is. I don't really care one way or the other, win or loss necessarily uh, with Seattle, if it's Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers. But I would like to see Jordan Love with a full week of prep uh, with the wide receiving core that he's had no reps with at all prior to that last game and see what he does at home at Lambeau Field against the Seahawks. That's kind of what I want to see. Leroy was saying the kind of same thing earlier on the big show.
6: I can't disagree with that because uh, the the thing about his NFL debut is it was done on the heels of all of the, the storm that was surrounding Rodgers, plus the fact that, that it wasn't like love new all week. You know, this is something that, that, that was happening starting on Wednesday. There weren't a lot of reps and man, I mean, I, I don't care how talented you are as a quarterback. If your first game has that much around it, you're going to be – it's not distracted, but it, you know there's a rattled nature to that. It's very difficult to remain calm in a situation like that. So, yeah, he for the future, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I don't think it's going to happen, but it wouldn't be a bad idea.
7: No, I agree with you. Kevin, thanks so much for coming on. I know you got to run. Appreciate Everybody check out Kevin Holden, uh, CBS uh, 58 Sports Director. Follow him on Twitter at 321Q. Kevin, Kevin, thanks so much. Mark, so appreciate it. Thanks, man. There he is, Kevin Holley on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. I'm applying for home renovation loan as you're feeling anxious. Breathe. I like Great Midwest Bank. Help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. All right, let's take some of your calls. Let's see where everybody's at on this thing. Getting a ton of tweets in that I can read as well. But I always like the calls too. 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM The Fan. No matter your favorite sport, the place to be for great food, fun, and playing your own favorite indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. That's right. There's plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor Indoor games and in their huge entertainment game room and settle down with some awesome food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up with all the extras. Visit their Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha.
4: Wisconsin-wide, the big show
7: radio network. Welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan asking you, do you want OBJ? Jordan Schultz uh, reporting that OBJ's number one destination that he wants to go to is your Green Bay Packers. Do you want OBJ? In a Packers uniform, 414 799 1250. 414 799 1250. Tweet us at 1250 a.m. The fan. God knows there is a bunch of people tweeting at that. Also, you can vote at Big Show Network in the poll question that Dan Plucker put up uh, just before 2 o'clock on whether or not you want Odell Beckham Jr. uh, or not. So I, I brought up. Odell Beckham Jr.'s uh, numbers. I'm, I'm curious. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I watch a ton of Cleveland Browns games because I definitely do not watch a ton of Cleveland Browns games. Uh, but I was, I was kind of wanting to see what his numbers have been since he's been in Cleveland. 2019, he played in 16 games his first year after signing that deal. 15 games started. He had 74 receptions. He was targeted 133 times and had 74 catches. He had four touchdowns. In 16 games in 2020, he played seven games, which targeted 43 times, caught only 23 passes. Uh, last year, had three touchdowns. This year, six games, targeted 34 times, 17 catches, not a touchdown here in 2021. So you would have to say the Cleveland uh, deal uh, did not work out well for Odell Beckham Jr. Now, if you rewind back further. To say the New York Giants uh, experience, his last year in New York, in 2018, his age 26 season, he played in 12 games. He's only played in 16 games twice in his career, 15 or more three times in his career, two of those coming in 15 and 16 his second and third year in the league. Other than that, he's been dinged up. Uh, 2018, 12 games, 124 targets, 77 catches, six touchdowns. He hasn't had double-digit touchdowns since 2016, his age 24 season. That was the last time. He had double-digit touchdowns his first three years in the league, and not since then. Not even close. The closest he's come is six in 2018. So his production, especially in the red zone, has completely fallen off a cliff uh, at this point. Dan Menominee Falls, you're up next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Do you want Odell Beckham Jr. for the remainder of the year if he clears waivers?
1: I don't care about
6: Odell Beckham. I was listening to you talk about the quarterbacks. Jordan Love, how many years will he have to be good before we start calling him Jordy?
7: None, because I'm never going to call him Jordy. Again, Guys like that, I don't understand. I mean, he thinks he's funny. Maybe his family laughs at him. Maybe his friends laugh at him. I, I don't understand. The question is 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 clearly the same thing as it always is, which is, do you want Odell Beckham Jr.? It's not about Jordan Love. It's not about Aaron Rodgers. It's about Odell Beckham Jr. and whether or not you want this dude on your football team going forward for the remainder of the year. There are a lot of people arguing uh, in the Twitter timelines here about what is going on. Uh, Joey Meyer bombs, as I've heard Beckham described a lot of ways. Glue guy isn't one of them. I agree. And Leroy Butler, who tweeted, I don't know if you saw Leroy's tweet plugger, tweeted that he just filled up with gas. He can go get Odell Beckham Jr. at the airport and give him a ride uh, to Lambo if he needs a ride uh, up to Green Bay. So Leroy is 100% on board uh, with Odell Beckham Jr. coming. I am definitely not 100% on board. I tend to lean towards Gary. Like, I, I just don't know if they can deal with him one way or the other uh, in that Packers locker room. I do like the idea of him on punts though. That I will say I do like about 350 votes in right now, only like about uh, coming up on an hour into this poll question at big show network. Uh, And yes, uh, from Packer fans, 69.9% of the people say, yes, they want OBJ uh, as a member of the green Bay Packers. Now, Hashtag Fire Mark Murphy tweets at 1250 AM. The fan at Sparky radio. I love how you show the gif of the only play he's actually made in his entire career outside of that season. What he's done. That's been relevant other than moan, complain, moan, and complain. He's used other words, but I'm going to clean it up. Cause I want to say those words on the air. As I said, he's had three years of double digit scores. Those were his first three years in the league. That's all he's done. He hasn't found the end zone much at all since his first three years in the NFL. That's why I'm saying you're bringing him in at a cheap cost. So if he doesn't produce, so be it. It's no big deal. And you can cut him again. If you don't think he is doing what you want him to do. Don uh, says, yes, I want him. Rogers can control him. Him being a quote. Cancer is like the same parallel argument. UW fans use, about educational standards and why the football program is subpar. Just an excuse Uh, says Don, tweeting at 1250 AM The Fan and at Sparky Radio. The Robert tweets at 1250 AM The Fan, do whatever is needed to bring a championship in before it gets blown up. That, to me, is the biggest key in all of this. And that's why I think there is a chance, maybe, that they bring them in. I think it's a small chance. But it could be just Goody saying, to hell with it. Like, I'm done. You want you want him 12? Fine, I'll go get him. This is on you. It's on you. You and LeFleur, you all want to make this work? Fine, I'll go get him. Because I don't, in my heart of hearts, I don't think Brian Goodenkunz wants to touch this dude. I really don't. But if Rodgers wants him, and Devontae wants him, two guys that may not be on this team after this year, but they want to play with him the rest of the year to see what happens, they want him, go get him. Because if it works, you're definitely a Super Bowl team, right? I mean, no question. If he plays like he did his first couple of years in the league, highly doubtful, but if he does, you're definitely going to win the Super Bowl. Nobody's going to stop all the firepower you have. No chance. If it doesn't work out, like I said, he possibly puts a dent in and creates more drama in that locker room that already has enough going on, or you cut him and go back to doing what you were doing before. The other part of this is, how does a Lazard, how does an MVS, who are fighting for their own contracts after this season – because they don't have any, and trying to get paid themselves, how do they react to their playing time being taken by OBJ? How does that affect the wide receiver room? Sam in West Bend, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Sam, do you want OBJ as a Packer?
5: You know, uh, Steve, I wouldn't mind having him. I would not break the bank to get him. Uh, I would just point out, and I'm sure maybe some other people have said this, he will be a very productive receiver with Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball. I think some of those numbers you, you were, you know, uh, pointing out uh, before about him in Cleveland, right. you, you skewed him a little bit. Who's throwing him the ball? But I think any Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but he's not Aaron Rodgers. No, no, he's no, not. He's
7: not. Rogers, You're right. No. You're right. Yes.
5: And, and uh, so he will be productive in Green Bay because that ball will be on him. He can get open, and his hands are phenomenal. But I, I agree with all the concerns you've set. I really do. I mean, I like our young group of receivers. I really do. And I don't – I mean, is it going to throw them off? Is it going to upset them because they're not getting playing times? They're not getting the touches and everything else? It's a tough decision. But I think if they want to go for it, I'm, I'm I'm okay with it. I guess, you know, I'm not 100%, but I'm okay with it. The
7: other thing it's all, Sam, is punt returns.
5: Because Amari Rodgers has not done a oh, good yes. job
7: with punt returns.
5: Oh, yes. And instead of
7: That's a totally Randall Cobb back there, who is nice, safe, right? Yep. Now you yep. have a guy that can maybe take it to the house still or give you a big return when he touches the ball.
5: 100% they have to do something there. See, we see how that hurt us. Yes. It's not only we're not getting any production, now it's hurting us.
7: Correct.
6: You
5: know, we're giving them uh, these other teams a ball on a nine-yard line. And so, no, that's an excellent, excellent point. Yeah. Sam, so thanks. put me over the
7: top. <laughs> thanks for the call, Sam. And that, that is something that has to be considered. And if you missed LaFleur yesterday, talking about Amari Rogers and Maurice and the special teams coordinator, after that muff punt, uh, this is what LaFleur said yesterday about it.
5: Was there any thought that sending someone else out there uh, for that, that final punt return, is Amari still going to be your punt returner? Is that open for competition?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was my initial reaction. I went right over to Moe. And credit to Mo. Mo said, no. He said, We're, we need to stick with this guy. I mean, I know Mo will do what we, I ultimately tell him to do in that regard, but that's a credit to him for, for sticking up to for Amari, and it's a credit to Amari for going out there and get and, and doing his job.
7: The problem here is, it's not really a problem, but it's going to be, hey, Mo, I know Amari Rodgers is your guy, but OBJ's new punt return, y'all. Sorry. All right, Mari. That's how this is going to go. The other part of all this is, some of those wide receivers are going to have to get cut, Plucker. One of them going to be gone. That means, who, Malik Taylor's out of a gig? Because you're not cutting Amari Rodgers. So that means Malik Taylor gets cut. That would be my guess. Because as far as I know, nobody's hurt, technically, as of right now, to where you could put them on the injured list and save them for the rest of the year and going into next year, however you want to do this. But a lot of these guys are all... Not under contract now. Cobb's under contract for next year. I don't think he's back. Amari Rogers is under contract, so you know, Amari, uh, you uh, got back spasms. They're gonna put you on the injury list. Hmm? Yeah, we're gonna put you on the injury list because Malik Taylor again. I if they release Malik Taylor, I think somebody's gonna snag him. I think somebody picks him up. But if it's all about now and not about the future, anyhow, I don't know how much of a future Malik Taylor really has for the Packers to begin with. But if it's all about now and not the future, either way. Then nobody really cares about that. Nobody cares about cutting Malik Taylor to get OBJ. Whatever, who cares? That 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 to me is is the crazy part about this whole thing is the roster moves that come off of it, and then the relationship between Lafleur, OBJ, Devontae, and Rodgers to make sure everybody's on the same page with how ball distribution is going to work, who's going to get the targets. What packages are we going to run to get OBJ the ball as well? What does he like to run? You could bring in a whole nother set of plays that OBJ likes running that the Packers don't even run. And maybe they accommodate and add something more to this offense than they don't even have right now. Uh, yikes uh, tweets at 1250 AM the fan. If Goody doesn't bring this guy in and add him to the O, Rodgers is gone. The money, the need for a better number two, and the fact that we just watched Love stink Against a terrible defense, all equates to the GM adding OBJ to this roster. If gooney doesn't do this, he deserves a slap, too. That's yikes, tweeting at 1250 AM The Fan uh, and at Sparky Radio. Aaron tweets at 1250 AM The Fan. Why not sign him? Heck, might take some of the media circus off of A-Rod. That's exactly correct. I mean, there there is no question from that perspective, it's going to take some of that away. No doubt. Like, that's what this is going to be about now going forward is OBGA, the chemistry, and everything else. And maybe you get him uh, in Green Bay in time to contribute against Seattle in uh, at Lambeau Field, his first game uh, against this Seahawks team. I- I'm intrigued. But like Dan Plucker pointed out earlier, there are a few teams, like Seattle, that might be able to absorb his contract with the salary cap to stop him from getting to Green Bay if they know that's where he wants to go. But his agent could very well tell these teams, hey, man, you take him. I'm not going. You want to claim me Seattle, that's cool. I want to go to Green Bay. So if you claim me, I'm not reporting. I'll just stay at home, do whatever. But I, I have no interest in playing in Seattle. I want to go play with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he would do that. Uh, and they're, they're – I mean, and DK Metcalf and those guys in Seattle – I mean, I I don't know how that whole pecking order would work in Seattle necessarily, but he would still be playing with a Hall of Fame quarterback in Russell Wilson. It wouldn't be a horrible situation. But how much of a difference are the Super Bowl chances of Seattle getting there versus of Green Bay getting there? I think there's a significant gap between Green Bay and Seattle as far as going and representing the NFC uh, in the Super Bowl before this is all said and done. Sparky's Midday Madness. Want to dial it up? Go ahead. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You can tweet us at 1250 AM The Fan. Coming up next, we'll check in with Rami Makhlouf. See what's coming up on The Rami Show at 3 here on The Fan.
8: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
7: Welcome in, Sparky's Midday Madness. Don't forget, it's time for the fans' 15th annual toy drive benefiting children's Wisconsin, courtesy of Blaine's Farm and Fleet. All you have to do is go to 1250amthefan.com. Click on the toy drive link to donate today. Money donations going right now. Again, 1250amthefan.com. The fans' 15th annual, annual I should say, toy drive presented by Addicts Wealth Management through December 3rd. Again, taking the money donations right now at 1250amthefan.com. a.m. Uh, thefan.com. We'll get back to you on toy drop locations and so forth as we get closer to December 3rd. Rami Makhlouf, uh, Jordan Schultz with the reports uh, that OBJ's number one preferred destination is the Green Bay Packers if he clears waivers. What say you? Would you want an OBJ in that locker room uh, with Devontae
4: Adams, Aaron Rodgers, and crew? Uh, uh, Matt Schneidman just tweeted. He took a screenshot of Devontae Adams' most recent like on Twitter, as we do the uh, social media digging, and uh, it's that tweet by Jordan Schultz.
7: Um, well, the other thing that I read earlier, um, that I'm sure you did not hear, uh, that was tweeted at us at 12:50 a.m. The fan from Smitty, Adams tried to recruit OBJ in 2019, so I think they would be fine next to each other. Here's the proof below. And it's a post of Odell Beckham Jr. in a Browns uniform, and he tweets, now let's make – no, he tweets, uh, can't appreciate the sun if you ain't never stood in the rain. Under that, Devontae uh, commented, now let's make that face mask green. And that was in 2019. So, we know Devontae Adams wants him. And as I've been saying, this is going to come down to Goody and Aaron Rodgers, right? It's going to be, do you want him? Yeah, I want him. Okay, fine, I'll get him. And you think it's that simple? It's last dance stuff. Because I guarantee simple. you he doesn't want him. Goody does not. There's no way Goody wants this dude in his locker room. No chance. I don't even know if LaFleur would want to deal with him. But it's going to come down to Rodgers. Last dance. We're done after this. I don't even care. I just want this to be done with. Do you want him? Yes or no? Yes? Fine. Then we'll go get him. But he's got clear waivers first. But if that happens, then your guys who have money do because they need contracts. MVS don't have a contract. Uh, Lazard don't have a contract. Devonte don't have a contract. All these dudes that may not be getting the same amount of targets, or any targets anymore, in the case of Lazard and MDS. How is that going to play out in that? See, locker? I
4: don't, I don't think, I don't think it. Because now you're playing with their money. I don't think it, it has to or should. Diminish or take away all the targets. It's going to diminish targets, obviously. There's only so many targets to go around. Dude, as I- is MVS and Lazard don't get a lot of targets because Devontae gets them all. I know, I understand that, but that's 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 something that's got to change already. You know what I mean? And a lot of that is how defenses are 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 playing this 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 Packers offense right now. That's that's got to change on some level already. I don't think it has to eliminate the targets of those other guys. And I think OBJ would make you a better football team if he can accept a role and.
7: And he returns punts. So yeah. we can be done with the Amari Rodgers fiasco. Put OBJ back there instead of Randall Cobb, who's the safe option, right? The safe bet is putting Randall Cobb back there. Instead of doing
4: all, all that. The injury problems OBJ has had the last few years, I don't know if I want him back there. I'm paying him close. anything. Who cares? I'm Put
7: him
1: back
4: there I mean, and let's go. You're getting see what him happens. because you think he makes you a better football team. At, he does. Mostly as a receiver. So why he helps a
7: receiver, but I think you desperately
4: need help at punt returner. I think if you want to use him at punt returner, that's a whole other story. I'm, that's what I'm I, talking about. I think he makes him a better football team. I think he makes him a better football team if he can accept a role. But if is he's it going right. to be if in four weeks, if he doesn't have the number of targets or receptions that he was looking to get, are we going to see another highlight reel put out there by his dad on Instagram about all the all the targets he should have gotten from Aaron Rodgers that he didn't?
7: I don't think because that's something I don't, don't think need. his dad's stepping to twelve. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe he would step to Rodgers. I don't think that's the same as stepping to
4: Baker Mayfield. I was just using that the as The respect level saying, is completely different. I'm just different. saying, are we going to hear chirping of some sort? Well, I mean, the, he, the comparison
7: the comparison people have been making since this news broke last hour was Andre Risen. You know, everybody thought Andre Risen wouldn't work on Leroy's Super Bowl team. Oh, my God, he's going to destroy that locker room. Why would you want to bring him in for? He's nothing but trouble. He's a diva. He's a me guy. It'll never work. Not a problem. Came in, fit in. And they went to won a Super Bowl, and Andre Risen was a big part of them going and winning a Super Bowl. And that's how you hope this works out for the Packers if they were to get an OBJ at the end of the day. And everybody says, well, they never go for it. They never go for it. I argue they're going for it this year. But this well, they're is going just, for it this, this year, is, for sure. This is just more proof of them trying to really finish this off to make sure
4: they win another Super Bowl. Agreed. Agreed. This would be more proof to that. End. No question. Pretty all right. Sure. What do you got coming up? To coming up on the show today. Well, I guess we're gonna have to talk about that. That wasn't on the agenda, but it is now. Also, our Kim and Lavoy judgment of the day was Sunday worse for Jordan Love or Matt Lafleur. Oh, Jordan Love. You think so? Yeah. I don't. Nobody's tweeting at Matt Lafleur. Jordan Love. Are people
7: tweeting Jordan Love? I would imagine people I, are all over Jordan. I don't. Love. Th- I definitely have not looked, but I. If I. I said already. I would have just turned off my social media. Done. It's all going away. Bring it back in the offseason. I mean, there's just, I would never, ever, ever be on social media if I was a professional athlete. It would never, ever happen. It just wouldn't. And Leroy always talks about, well, you know, you can use it to promote your stuff. Yeah, when you're retired and done like you, sure, that, fine, that makes sense. I get it. But nine out of ten times, all of it, man, nobody gets all positive tweets. It just no. doesn't happen. Nobody. No. I, everybody loves David Bakhtiari. That man doesn't get all positive tweets. He should, but he doesn't. He he gets flack too. I mean, it's ridiculous. So I, like I said, I there's no way I'd be on social media if I was a professional athlete. No chance.
4: It's Tuesday, so that means Tuesdays with Winkler. Bart Winkler will be here at four o'clock. Andy Herman from the Pack a Day podcast will oh, be here at four forty-five with his thoughts on Jordan Love's debut, and I'm sure OBJ and other things Packers related, and uh, lots more fun stuff planned. throughout well, the What do afternoon. you think of the Bucks' visit to the White House? That was cool. That was fun. That yeah, was fun. I was talking about he's going to be the, the, the best-looking president. I was talking yesterday about how, like, think about, Sparky, think about where you were 10 years ago, and you've come a long way in the last 10 years. I was right? here. But I mean, like, your life. As were you. Your life is very different. We really it? haven't progressed. We're both still here. But both our lives are pretty. You left and came back. Right. Both uh, our lives are pretty different than they were 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. I got a right? family now. But imma- yeah. imagine imagine the journey of Giannis and the Dacis. Like, 10 years ago, sharing each other's sneakers, sleeping Mm -hmm. on the actual gym floor where they played basketball, not sure where their next meal was coming from, selling trinkets on the streets to help their parents make ends meet. And they're at the freaking White House, dude. They can buy everybody a meal. Celebrating an NBA championship. They can buy Bayview a meal right now. That's amazing, man. That's an amazing... Like, when you think about that journey, like, I think most people's lives change quite a bit within the span of 10 years, but... That that journey, that's that's insane from the starting point to where those dudes are now. And that that's that's that warms my heart, dude. That really does. How
7: about uh the Joker hitting the Morris? That warmed my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. Toodles. Okay,
8: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or